We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm a slut because I really want to like live out Mamma Mia IRL. <laughs> I'm doing this for my future child. <laughs> Uh, dancing queen <laughs> young and sweet only 17 <laughs> it's gonna be our new intro song It's the, the New Testament, Testament of the Holy Hour, baby! I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to... It's a mini update story corner. Are there two masses time. a week? Because I feel like maybe... Because in Christianity, there's like Wednesday church. Um, Mass is just whenever you want to go. Yeah, just pop in. It's go. It's, it's happening I mean, right now. My papa is a deacon, and um, from what I know... He is at the church when, whenever. <laughs> so I think it's just uh, whenever you want to go. Just uh, pop on in. Yeah, just pop in. My papa might be there. Pop into her papa. <laughs> pop pop in, in. See my papa. <laughs> it sounds like a pizza commercial. Papa. I'll pop in. <laughs> pop it in. <laughs> papa. <laughs> we're not making it. No, okay. All right. <laughs> We recorded for 30 minutes before this. I think we're both just so... So we haven't recorded in two weeks. Yeah. Um, and I think we're just giddy. And we also worked a whole eight-hour day before this, so yeah. I think we're... Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, you know, really running on fumes here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right. Okay. So one of these questions that um, was submitted to us... Uh, also, if you want to submit questions to us, you can email us or DM us. So, wait, what's our email? Uh, Holyhourpodcast at gmail. Holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. There's no the at the beginning. It's no. just holyhour. We got the email before we locked in our name. <laughs> yeah. Or you can DM us. Once again, everything will always be anonymous. Mm-hmm. Except for mine and Amelia's identity and fucking Reese, <laughs> who I will fight. <laughs> I'm challenging you to a duel. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to get into this this question. So it says, threesomes. Yes, no, why or why not? Weird, fun, taboo, 
glorified by Hollywood. But what's the reality on them? I love how this question is written. There's a lot. There's a lot. It feels like like the a West Side Story song. But <laughs> okay. Anyways, I've been talking a lot, so I'll like I'll let you answer first, Amelia. Oh what fuck. Do you think well, I, have you ever had a threesome? I've never had. A Me threesome. neither. So I. Maybe we shouldn't be speaking on this, but... I had a three-way makeout. You, like, all just kind of kissing at the same time? Yeah. Like, in a triangle? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was with a couple. Ooh. I feel like I did it a few times. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Would you ever have a threesome? Um, I actually think I would. Mm. What are your terms and conditions? T's and Ter- C's. T's and C's. Okay, uh... I don't know. I would prefer to be the third in the situation. Yeah. Um, but also... A lot of my preferences have changed and been challenged in the last week. So, <laughs> who's to say? You never know. Um, but I do think I would. I do think I would be down for a threesome. I um, two dicks sounds overwhelming to me. Hmm. Um, not to me. Oh my god, this fucking cop car! It's honestly, it's too. It's a lot. Yeah. I don't. Why do they do that? Oh, he's going away. Because they don't get enough attention. Does it just, like, not start? And then, like... Yeah. (laughs) My siren won't start. Smacking their dash. (laughs) (laughs) Like when you're trying to get your cars to start. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fuck. Hold on. Yeah. um, A threesome with a man and a woman sounds appealing to me. Mm. Um... I think I would prefer to be the third, mm-hmm. uh, just because I feel like it takes a lot of trust between that those two people, yeah, um, to decide to have a threesome. So, yeah, I think I would prefer to be the third, just because I wouldn't want my first experience having a threesome to be that like challenging to try and navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I ever decided to. If I wanted to have a threesome in a couple, like if I was dating someone and we were like, let's have a threesome, I would at least have that like other side of the experience under my belt. That's a good point. Knowing what it feels like yeah. for the other person. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. Um, and I think I would want to like probably have a threesome with a couple who have already had threesomes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think no matter what, like from all aspects, it needs to be like safe. Everyone needs to be on the same page. Yeah. Um, I don't know, sex can already be kind of, like, a lot going on with just one other person. Yeah. So, and you already have to be, like, in tune to what that person wants and, like, where their feelings are at. Yeah, so, I think I'd be down. Um, I, I think, I feel like the people I know who have had threesomes, I, they had them in college, and I can't imagine, like, a threesome in college would be good, um, just because, like, the guys I know that have had threesomes in college, like, I wouldn't say that they're good guys. <laughs> At least they weren't in college anyways. So, um, I think in that aspect it was, like, everyone's drunk and they're just, like, yeah, this is a cool thing to do mm-hmm. and less, like, less of, like, a complete sexual experience of, like, yeah. yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I've actually thought a lot about this. In my relation, my last relationship, it was a hard no. Um, But there was also just... Trust issues. There's a lot of history there that I just didn't want to even entertain the idea. I feel like if I was in a relationship and I had a threesome, I would... It would have to... Because I see a lot of couples on, like, on 
hinge that are looking for another person. Um, and I think that that would have to be my approach. Like I couldn't ever run into this person again because like, I don't, I'm not jealous until I'm like in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I, not in like a, if my boyfriend flirts with somebody, like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But like, if I know that they've had a sexual history, I'm like a little bit like, "Mm." like, is there, or do you still like kind of like, you know, I don't know. That reminds me of like, so, um, with my ex, with Shoe Man, he did this all the fucking time. Like, we would be at something or he'd invite me to something where, like, a, um, a girl he used to sleep with would be there. And it wasn't, like, always the same girl. I think this happened, like, two or three times. Um, but one time he brought me to this girl's fucking birthday party and didn't tell me that's what we were doing. Like, the girl he used to sleep with. And... Like, that's the part that bothered me. I'm like, why aren't, why are you keeping all of these secrets from me? Like, yeah, like, why do you feel wh- like it needs to be a secret? Why are you being so suspicious about it? Because that's the thing that's making me feel, like, um, insecure mm-hmm. and even jealous. Like, why, like, why is this being kept a secret from me? Um, anyway, I, but, like, when it comes down to it, I realize, like, I'm actually not a jealous person. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, when their behavior is, like, they're trying to keep something from you then you're like why aren't you just being honest with me yeah because I would have been like oh yeah like we can go and do that I just wanted to know that's what we were doing so I don't look like a fucking dumbass yeah because everyone else knows except for me yeah and that happened all the time I'm like okay well just tell me next time and then he wouldn't (laughs) yeah I would definitely rather know it's it'll be interesting to see how I feel the next time I'm in a relationship because I think that a lot of my insecurities were rooted in immaturity in my last relationship and now I'm at this I'm approaching dating with like not having any feelings involved and I'm like adamant about it like the second that I start to feel like anything deep I kind of start to panic because I know that I get like that or at least I that's what I'm used to getting like Mm -hmm. um I, I don't actually know how I would be now so who knows like maybe the next time I'm in I'm in a relationship I'll be like well let's introduce a third person like why not that sounds fun (laughs) but again like I don't think that it could ever be somebody that we know because there's always going to be something in the back of my mind that like I had a couple of friends in college that hooked up with somebody that was in our friend group like as a threesome and Uh. yeah and like that was always kind of like a yeah it's chill like they're always playing it off like it's chill like everything's like we decided to do it and it was fun Uh but then it's like they were always kind of there's like a little bit a little of a bit rift. of like maybe like we don't you know maybe you don't hang out with her one on one and stuff like that it's like mm-hmm. i think that it's a kind of a delicate balance to strike but speaking outside of my own experience if the if the t's and c's are worked out early on and like you both are interested in doing it then why not it's just another sexual experience to yeah. experience and you have to like you really have to think about what um you do and don't want and Mm -hmm. like what your triggers are before you like engage in something like that yeah like maybe if it's like a um a a man and woman seeking a third like and the third is another woman like maybe there's just no like p to v contact Mm -hmm. like that's something that i've heard a lot of it's like you can make out with her and you can touch her but like do not have penetrative sex with her (laughs) when i was talking to music man about what I was willing to do sexually, that was one of his questions, was, like, would you ever have a threesome? And my gut reaction was, like, mm-mm. But I don't know what that is. I honestly think, like, I've I've been cheated on in 
multiple of my relationships in the past. <laughs> so I think that I, there, I have some things to work through in therapy before I would ever be comfortable <laughs> having a threesome. But my gut reaction is always, Mm-mm. like, nope, I would not do that. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll be the third. But then if I was the third, like, I feel like I might have an insecurity around, like, these two people have sex a lot. And, like, now I'm introducing myself into the equation. Like, am I going to feel out of place? Like, are is their sex life struggling? And so I need to be there. And it's, like, it's hard to know. It's already, um, I feel like it's already kind of, like, vulnerable to hook up with someone for the per- for the first time in the first place, mm-hmm. because you're learning about, like, how to be intimate with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, everybody's different, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that, like, having to do that with two people yeah. might be a little overwhelming. I think, yeah, I think it would might make me anxious like I don't know if I'd be able to get out of my head yeah I think it would just have to be like you know the tide was right and like like, and then it it just happened but I don't know if I would go seeking it out yeah that's the thing I don't know if I was like going to someone's house being like I'm about to have a threesome with this couple I probably wouldn't be so into it but if it was like yeah if you know that's what you're gonna do maybe what if you like go on a date first like, what with, if the, you, with the couple? Yeah, like, you just go on a regular date with the couple. And then, like, you know, maybe the second time you go on a date is, like, when you're, like, yeah, I, I'm totally comfortable with hooking up or something. I really don't know. Yeah, what's, like, I'm I'm curious what is, like, the, I don't want to say the best way to have a threesome. Yeah, because it would be different for everyone. And there's always, like, everybody has different reasons for seeking out a threesome. Because you and I are highly sensitive. Yeah. So... I think that I would don't be. Know. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking like I might, like, you know, I would, but I actually don't know if I would. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would feel if I was actually presented with the situation. But, like, talking now, and I have nothing against people that would. Like, no. fucking dude, yes, go for it. Yeah. Like, if you fuck have yeah. the sexual prowess to fuck <laughs> like, two people, well, hell damn, yeah. like, respect. But yeah. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if I have, like, the, I don't know if I'm confident enough. And I don't know if it's confidence that you need. I don't know what it is. But my gut reaction is to say, I wouldn't do it. But I support it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you count giving two guys hand jobs at the same time as a threesome? Just like, I call well, it like Two shake weights. <laughs> skiing. I love that. <laughs> I know a few f- girls who have gone skiing. I heard in, in high school somebody, um, two guys Eiffel Towered a girl. Have you heard of Eiffel Towering? Yeah fucking hate it they're just like high-fiving like i don't i don't yeah. know i don't like that i don't well, i've heard of something like that in high school too like what are y'all doing yeah in what? high school i was too corny and no, nervous to do fuck anything no. i kissed a lot of people in high school i didn't a lot of people i had a list in my phone of all the guys that i'd kissed oh i used to have so one of those stupid. uh in college and then i think i was really drunk one night and i was like this is stupid and people think I'm a slut so I'm gonna delete it and then I like I went to go look at it one day and I was like no where to go no that's so sad I know and I just want to say to pass Liz even if you are a slut it's have fun it's a good thing yeah (laughs) live your life who gives a shit like I said as long as you know you're you're being safe Mm -hmm. that's it if you're being safe and you're not hurting anyone be a slut exactly we love the word slut in this mm-hmm. household mm-hmm. love the word hoe slut hoe skank oh, skank that word hits hard hooker. skank hooker hooker uh, um 
floozy. <laughs> Do we both just say floozy at the same time? I don't think I've ever used that word. Floozy. That's such like a 50s word. She's such a floozy. She's such a floozy. That's something you would hear in what Greece. What that mean? Whore. I used whore. to love the word whore. Whore. Stupid whore. <laughs> She's such a fucking whore. She's such a whore. <laughs> I would call people a whore just if I didn't like them. It's crazy. I mean, in in lieu of bitch. <laughs> like, oh, she's such a whore. Damn, it's crazy that these words have been weaponized. Yeah. You know? Well, like, what are, are there male equivalents? Because, I mean, like, man whore. I'm doing air quotes, but you guys can't see it. Um, like, man whore is a thing. A gentleman collar? I don't know. Like, what is, like, a... like a, The male equivalent of what's a prostitute? The, a male um, prostitute. A male prostitute. Like, all of these words exist <laughs> for females, slut. and then you just put male in front of it. We have fuckboy. That's true. We do have fuckboy. <laughs> fuckboy is a good ass. That's yeah. an all-encompassing... Bleh. It just hits hard. Fuckboy. Fuckboy. A uh, softboy. Softboy. I almost think softboy is worse than a fuckboy. I think it's more offensive for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a softboy. I'm not a softboy. I am woke. <laughs> I voted almost. <laughs> I filled out my ballot. I just never mailed it. <laughs> I filled it out on the last day and then I forgot to walk to the drop off. <sighs> I went to the women's march and I held up a poster and took a picture and then left. But I was there. <laughs> I have the picture to prove it. I have the picture to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe I do love espresso. Okay. But... Uh, that doesn't mean I'm gonna write a novel while I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've noticed that the people that I've had the best like dates with and stuff are guys that I've liked them first. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I yeah. I actually I get more gratification out of when I like somebody and then hinges like it's a match. Like <laughs> he liked you back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a match. <laughs> I'm a target lady. <laughs> Why can't it sound like that? It's a badge. Um, <laughs> well, I like, I don't know. I like saying something fucking weird because I feel like when a guy likes you, they just like your picture. Mm-hmm. They like a picture. Maybe they'll like respond to a prompt. Yeah. But usually it's, I've noticed it's mostly like, so-and-so liked this picture. I'm like, can you give me something to work with? Yeah, like say something. I think men are so like jaded by like straight boys straight boys are so jaded by these because i've heard from a lot of guys that they'll like message a girl and then she'll message him back and then (laughs) and then that's it like she doesn't answer after that so i think when men are going through like all of the women they're just like whatever she's not gonna respond so i'll just like throw a like on her photo and i mean i understand if it's like oh she's cute but you know I'm not going to put in all this effort. Like, mm-hmm. if she wants to talk to me, she'll talk to me. Yeah. And that's fair. Like, I get it. I, predominantly, like, we put it on, like, men to to talk to us mm-hmm. and to approach us. So, I don't know. Um, one guy I went on a date with last week, I had liked one of his pictures. that, And then he didn't answer. Like, a day went by. And I, like, I am already shitty enough at checking him. So, I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to wait for this guy to answer. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like... Hey, I don't really like messaging on Hinge and about it checking it. So, um, you seem fun and cute and please text me. That is some alpha shit. And then he texted me right away. And then we went on a date and it was awesome. Care to elaborate more? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if I should elaborate in 
in this mini episode or in the maybe actual little, episode? Maybe a little like commercial uh, for the next a episode. A little commercial? Okay, I'll elaborate a little bit. You can cut it out if you want to also. I want to I would rather like save it for the, the next whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't Stay tuned. Yes. Keep listening. Stay tuned. <laughs> da. <laughs> but I do have a nickname for him. You, yeah. Yeah. So the nickname I'm going to give him is Brick House <laughs> because he's got a body like a brick house. <laughs> and if- I want him to crush me like I'm the Wicked Witch of the West <laughs> with that brick house body. <laughs> I, w- I want somebody to call me Brick House. This is She's a brick house. <laughs> what a compliment (laughs) yeah but um but yeah i don't know i think like liz and i have been talking a lot about like how we feel about how what we say must be affecting people and like i don't know i think it's important for us to establish that like like you were saying like these are just our experiences like this is just our side of the story and we're we're talking about how these things made us feel and i think that that's okay like we're just talking how girlfriends talk well and i yeah exactly we're talking how we would normally talk about something and i also think it's like i can't speak on behalf of another person Mm -hmm. and their experience yeah it's a little out of pocket to try to do that yeah and i I feel like it would almost be even more exclusionary to try and like speak on behalf of everybody right it just would make things too gone convoluted not make sense Mm -hmm. this is just like because all of us have had maybe similar experiences where we've been like oh shit I've totally like felt like that before or I've been in a similar situation and it's less about like telling the whole story it's because we we only have our own story to tell you know yeah absolutely and like we've never we have never gone into this saying that we're like trying to educate people on things. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we said on our first episode and I think that it's important to say again that like the whole point of this podcast is to like destigmatize just speaking openly about sex. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like yeah. and so we're talking about our own experiences. We we can't speak from the perspective of people that have different walks of life and we would never ever pretend that we're trying to. Mm-hmm. So like in our situations and how we talk about like how these men hurt us or like you know didn't hurt us and like made us happy like we can't speak about how they're feeling like we don't know how the person that's listening thinks about things we all think about things through a different lens but all that we have ever wanted to do is just like allow people to feel empowered to speak about their own experiences yeah that's it yeah that is it and since i've i don't know about you liz but like since we've started doing this people have just opened up to me about their sex lives mm-hmm. and i fucking love that me I'm just too like, yes. like it's like people have there have been a lot of people that i think have been waiting for like an open door to talk about sex because like we said in the first episode like nobody knows people's level of comfort with talking about this yeah stuff. it is a very sensitive and vulnerable topic mm-hmm. but also it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fun thing to talk about. Yeah, it is. It, it's super fun to talk about. And, like, the more we continue, like, doing this podcast, um, I don't know. So many things have been changing my my viewpoint. Mm. Um, it, I mean, and also, like, kind of trying to navigate, like, we're being very 
We have subjected ourselves to being in a very vulnerable position Mm -hmm. by choosing to tell people about our sex lives. Um, And I don't think Amelia and I, like, either of us are embarrassed about it. But it is also, you're, you know, we're putting it out there for the world to judge. So um, that's the part that is sensitive for me Mm -hmm. anyways. um, Just because, like, these are my personal experiences. and. For someone to tell me, like, it was wrong for me to experience something, I don't know. So that's the part that's been difficult for me. But then also accepting that every single guy that I date or will want to to date is going to have to be okay with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, like, everyone I've, like, gone on a date with has, or at least have given my number to, has listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's also really interesting because they will go into a circumstance with me knowing some of my preferences in bed and mm-hmm. <laughs> just, and also, I mean, learning a lot about you. So yeah. sometimes I'm sure it probably feels like they know me in a more intimate way than I know them. Yeah, um, it's an interesting dynamic. But a good example is... Um, Brick house. <laughs> I can't. I'm not ever gonna be Ooh. able to brick house. <laughs> I'm not ever gonna not be able to laugh and say the nickname I picked, but it. I have to keep it. Um, yeah. So when I went on a date with Brick House, he was like, "Oh, you said something that I didn't agree with," and I was like, "Oh, uh, what was it?" And I guess I had um, in the first mini episode that we had, um, I had said, "I feel like guys just always want to have sex." And he was like, I think that's, like, a harmful narrative to, to like, talk about. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I, like, didn't remember saying that because that's also what I've experienced, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so, again, that, like, that's the experience I had, had to speak to. And he was like, I mean, my sex drive, like, has changed so much over the past few years. So um, I the more I thought about it after we had talked about it and, like, our date was over – I was thinking about, like, how it is probably, it is a harmful narrative to men because they'll be trapped in this idea of, like, what masculinity is, and that's already, like, complicated to navigate in the first place for, 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 I don't know, like, straight men, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, of what masculinity means, and if they're is this expectation that men are always horny and men always want to have sex. And, like, if one man doesn't, then it might be a threat to how he feels about himself. Mm-hmm. So, I like, I love that he pointed that out to me and, like, I was able to think more in depth about it. And I also like how he handled it. Like, he was just like, oh, yeah, I didn't agree with one of the things you said. Like, he didn't attack me at all. He just, like, explained, like, why he thought that. And I was like damn, I really appreciate that you said that, and I, like, respect him for for telling me that. And we only can go off of, like we've been saying, we can only go off of our own experiences. We don't know how, you know, so it's like, I don't know, it's been, I don't want to cut you off, but, like, being able to, like, hear that from people that have experienced it, too, and having Mm -hmm. people feel comfortable talking to us about those sorts of things, it's, like, very eye-opening, you know? Like, me and Liz are not we're not experts. We haven't gotten to school for this. Like we're really oh, just yeah. speaking out of our own experience. This can this is not an educational podcast. <laughs> it would be hilarious we, if it was. <laughs> we have no we don't we don't We know. don't have the grounds to be educating anyone. No. We're not doctors. We're mm. not experts. No. Uh, we're, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then for us to try and educate you on something would be like 
It would be immoral. Yeah. Oh my god. We do, because we don't have any educational background. No. Know? But um, back to what Amelia was saying, just like with people coming up to us to talk to us more openly about sex, and also even the people I've like gone on dates with and given my number to, like. They are super, it's super easy for us to have these candid conversations about sex and dating and all kinds of, like, preferences in general, and um, I don't know, I I appreciate it. I do too. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a hush-hush thing, and I think it's really, it's like a respect thing for people going on dates to be like, well, I don't want to talk about this until she's ready to, and knowing that you and I do this, I think it makes them a lot more open, and I think that I was expecting it to almost be um, a detriment, like, oh, she must be a slut, and it's Mm -hmm. like, first of all, I love that word. (laughs) You're like, Like, yes, I am. Thank you so much, but like, you know, in the negative sense, like, oh, she must be, like, easy, you know, and it hasn't been like that at all. Yeah, worried, like, oh, these guys are gonna go on a date with me because they think, like, I'll sleep with them Mm -hmm. or something. And a lot of the men that know that I have this podcast haven't I've been on two dates with this one guy and I was at his house and he didn't try anything with me so it's like I don't feel like it's been like a I don't think that people's respect has gone down for no, me I think which just I was worried about to talk about yeah this question says can we talk about masturbation and porn this may need to be broken into two parts most of my girlfriends watch porn but I feel like many of us don't talk about it what we watching folks why is this so weird to talk about I say that as someone who feels weird talking about it, too. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. I Porn is one of those things that, like, I love talking about sex, but, like, the second I start talking about porn, I'm like, like, I think porn is a sensitive thing anyway because there's a lot of issues with the porn industry, so I have yeah. some, like, moral issues with porn. Hey. <laughs> Gatsby has some things to talk about. He's like, porn? He's like, wait, this is my topic. <laughs> He's like, wait, every time my mom tries to masturbate, I jump on the bed. <laughs> This is my area. He's like, I have a sixth sense for these things. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you have a cat, you know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? Don't even act like you don't know. Um, Luckily, they mind their business when I'm having sex, but... That's good. It's too much activity for them. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I am really... I don't even know how to approach this question. Yeah, um, well, we could start talking about masturbation. Yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, you know, <laughs> ma- masturbating. <laughs> I feel Good like it's just, yeah, that's what it is. I I have um, two different kinds of vibrators. One is for, one is the one that we already talked about that mm-hmm. can be used remotely and during sex. I got so many texts about that, by the way. Oh, really? People that didn't know that it existed, they're like, wait, hold on. Yeah. What? Yeah, it exists. <laughs> I didn't maybe. know either. Um, and then the other one I have, I keep seeing, like, like Insta single or whatever that account is on Instagram. Uh, I keep seeing them posting ads about this, um, like, a vibrator that also is, like, it sucks. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the clit sucker? Yeah. <laughs> clit sucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have one of those. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Is it nice? Mm-hmm. Like, does it do what it sets out to do? It does a good job. It has, nice. like... A bunch of different settings and, like, speeds and intensities. So it offers a wide variety because you don't want the same thing every time, Mm-mm. you know? Mm-mm. Uh, get to play around with it. I think that um, – I think masturbation is an important thing mm-hmm. because not every woman is able to have an orgasm 
I've recently learned, which again is just a byproduct of not having conversations with people about it, but I recently yeah. learned that some women have never had an orgasm. And I think that masturbation is such a beautiful way to explore that, like trying to figure out what makes you have an orgasm. Mm. Like some people are lucky enough to just figure it out during sex. Like I have some friends that have um, I'm so jealous of women who can just come from like sex penetration. I was just about to say like a lot of my friends can have like G-spot orgasms. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? What? I'm Why so was jealous. I'm blessed with that. I know. <laughs> My G spot is very um, sensitive. Like it's it, but I also need to be. There has to be clitoral. I'm like, do I have one? Like, <laughs> really? Have do you not? Have you not experienced what it feels like to have your G spot hit? No, not that I know of. I would know, right? I don't know. It feels kind of like for me. It's like <laughs> it makes me feel like I have to pee. Yeah. That's it. Well, okay, so I remember the guy I dated in high school, like, he was able to make me orgasm from fingering. Holy, he's hit your G-spot then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, no one else has done it since, so. It's like, a, there's there's some um, helpful little illustrations out there. Um, anybody that is <laughs> Damn, fingering a vagina. <laughs> Have you masturbated in a weird place ever? I've masturbated while driving. <laughs> I respect that. Which, like, I don't know why, but it's there's something about being on the freeway and having an orgasm that is <laughs> that is thrilling. Like, I'm going 65 right now, and I just came. <laughs> I'm 65, I'm, and I'm coming. It's like that movie Crank. When, you know that movie where that guy has to keep his heart rate up or he'll die? That's how I feel. <laughs> Listen... I have to masturbate or I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> I have to jack myself off on the freeway or I'll die. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Um, I don't think I've masturbated anywhere. Like, just at home? Yeah. Or like, you know, when you're on the road. When you're traveling. I masturbated on an airplane once. An <gasps> on overnight. an airplane? On an overnight. <laughs> Damn. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> He's like, so have I. Do you have <laughs> something kidding. to say? Hey. Um. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else Now to I'm say like, anything? oh shit, maybe I should try masturbating in other places. But I hate airplanes. They gross me out. Yeah, it was, okay, it was a gross thing I to have, do for sure. I have thought about, I would love to like go in public and have my like remote control vibrator. Yes. But I want someone else to control it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so fun. Like at a restaurant or something? Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Or, or like if you're traveling <clears throat> with them, like on an airplane. Yeah. That would be fun. Ooh. I know. Oh, I you could just like, you could just be like walking around the park and nobody knows. Uh-huh. So. Your neighbors are being so clunky them. right now. That's why I need to move. Yeah. I've been so, um aware of the porn that I'm watching now that I've learned so much about the porn industry and how some women that are in pornos are being trafficked Mm -hmm. um and I recently learned that and so I've been trying to watch like very obvious porn yes yeah and it's tough to find that so much porn is not ethical I've been watching um (laughs) this is so I don't know why I'm embarrassed to talk this is I'm like like I said in the beginning like porn is such like a it's the one topic so many people watch porn it's the one topic I feel weird about talking about I don't know why but I don't want it to be that way so I want to talk about it but I really love narrative porn like I love like there's some (laughs) there's this guy on the internet who 
jacks off and talks about what he's going to do to you. Oh. <laughs> and I don't know what it is about it, but I'm like, he's I a British accent. I like that. <laughs> this man. I finally saw his face because I feel like we've reached a new level in our relationship. I found oh, what his face, face looks like. I'm like, wow, we've, we're there. You and I are there. I get to see what you look like now. But he's just like has these videos and they have like a ton of views. But he oh. just like, and he, he, he narrates from different scenarios and it's really sexy. It's just like. I mean, I can, I don't know. yeah. It's like sexting. It's kind, it kind yes. of feels like sexting. So it feels more like I'm involved in it. I can see how that would be appealing. Which is which is different from like, oh, I'm watching these two people have sex. It's like, oh, I'm actually like, a, I'm involved like, in this. Who's going to do this to me? Yeah, exactly. And that's hot to me. So that's been like a new a new thing that I've, you know, gotten into recently. Interesting. Um, I've yeah, talked. Kind of, like, I would say, I was going to ask, like, do you have like a type of porn that you. Like a category? Yeah. No, it depends on the day. Yeah, that's um, how I feel too. Yeah. You know, because some days you want to watch some amateur porn and some days you want to watch a full orgy happen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Some days I'll like watch something and then the next day I'll be like, oh, why? <laughs> I, I saw this. I saw this meme once that was like um, porn before and after you're, you like get off. Yeah. Uh, and like before it's like a beautiful pizza. It's just like a pizza that you'd see in commercials, and then after is like a, a picture of pizza, but it's like greasy. And yes, like that's gross. so true. Sometimes I'll yeah, like after you come, you're like, oh yeah, why am I watching this? Like, <laughs> why, why did I? What did, did I, I like, like about that? this? <laughs> yeah, it's not funny. It's that's so called weird. Um, post nut yeah, clarity. Post-nut clarity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only have sex with men, but I love watching lesbian porn because it's. It's like women know what feels good for other women and it's yeah. so clear in mm-hmm. porn like that they're all they're just both on the same page about what's going on and what needs to happen um and there's just something sexy about it to me and like when we first when me and my friends first talked about it we were we were all like do y'all like how like how do you feel about like two girls in porn all of us were like oh yes that's my favorite genre well <laughs> And girls are hot. Yeah. Know? The female body is a work of art. Christine. Yes. Mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just, like, normal to be like, yeah, women are hot. And mm-hmm. watching them fuck is hot. also hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the the confidence of, like, there's the energy in lesbian porn is totally different. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, I feel like in... A lot, at least in a lot of the male and female porn that I watch, there's, like, a power dynamic of, like, the man in the scene always because I think that, like, ha- porn is a lot of the time directed for male viewers. Yeah. Um, but with two women, it's, like, there's no power dynamic there. It's just, like, we're both boss bitches and we're both, like, we're just having sex and having a good time and we know what feels good. And, like, mm-hmm. it just, the energy is just different in those videos. It seems a little more genuine. Mm-hmm in my opinion. More genuine. Um, a little more romantic, I think, a have lot of the time. you ever watched trans porn? I have. I fucking love trans porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What I do you, what, like, what is it about it? I don't know. Um, I think, like, both trans men and trans women, they're so hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, there, I I wish I could explain why I think it's so hot, but it's so because I I agree it's so difficult to know what is like kind of bordering on um, fetishizing it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's like yeah. there's like not ju- just with trans porn, but with like Asian porn and mm-hmm. like 
you know, like, me watching this, is this fetishizing it? Like, yeah. I don't know. And it's so, it's like, then I, I feel like maybe a little, like, I need maybe to not be approaching porn as, like, super deep like that. But I start thinking about it. I'm like, is this, like, true. appropriate? Like, what I'm watching right now? But then it's like, there are certain things that it's like, well, maybe I just find that attractive. Yeah. And, like, that's not fetishizing it. No. Fet- fetishizing? Fetishizing it. Like, that's just, like, I just think it's hot. Yeah. That's kind of where it ends. <laughs> and that's you know? about as deep as it's gotten for me, too. It's yeah. It's just, like, damn, that's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then that's about it. And I think when people are looking at porn, um, I don't think – I think most people are not fetishizing mm-hmm. anything. It's just, like, mm-hmm. yep, this is – this sounds good to me right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm going to check this out. Uh-huh. And then that's uh-huh. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's like, I really like BDSM on mm-hmm. certain days. And it's like, am I fetishizing it? Maybe. But like, what constitutes <laughs> fetish? You know what I mean? I've just like, I feel like I've started recently having these conversations with myself as I've been learning more and more about the porn industry. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to to start really like thinking about it looking at it introspectively (laughs) yeah and then also trying to find ethical porn yeah just i guess do a little research so Mm -hmm. you can like support ethical porn yeah mia khalifa has been like Mm -hmm. super outspoken recently i fucking love her she was apparently only in the porn industry for like three months and she's like a top porn star and she only made like something like twelve thousand dollars her whole time she was doing porn it's fucking obscene it's ridiculous God, she's such a boss bitch. I fucking love her. I'm, like, <laughs> such a huge Mia Khalifa fan now. Um, but, yeah, there's just all of this stuff coming out about the porn industry that it's, like, I have such a difficult time watching porn now, which is good. That's how it should be. Like, yeah. you should be questioning these, dis- like, what you're consuming. But I just had no idea, you know, for so long. Yeah, before um, I knew all the stuff that goes on with Pornhub, <laughs> sometimes I would, like, read the comments Mm-hmm. Just in general. Yeah, on and, the videos. Yeah, yeah, there's just, like, some of the funniest fucking comments. But. What kind of person, like, would take a comment? Like, I takes the know. time yeah. to make an account and leave a comment. I don't know. Yeah. Have you ever made an account on a porn site? No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. But I was on a guy's phone once and his notes app was open and he had his, um, what is it, browsers? Browsers? Brazzers? Yeah, Brazzers? I think it's Brazzers. Brazzers. He had his Brazzers password and username on his <laughs> notes app. I'm like, wow, I, met, I finally have met somebody met that pays... Met someone who made an account. ...who pays for porn. There's so much well, free porn. Maybe... It's a good thing. Maybe we should start paying for porn. <laughs> I mean, now like I'm that. thinking yeah, I probably like should. Like, but, like, uh, there's so much free porn Maybe everywhere. we should, like, support people with OnlyFans. Hell yeah! Or something. Fuck, OnlyFans has been such a liberating experience for so many people. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so fucking cool how everybody now has a platform to to share as much about their bodies or about themselves as they want to share. Yeah. That's fucking dope to me. I love it. Like, if you just type in porn on Twitter, you find a million dope-ass OnlyFans accounts. Yeah. And I, I, I haven't paid for OnlyFans, but I'm just, like, kind of like a window shopper at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing. I'm like, fuck yeah. People are feeling so empowered to use this platform. Get the bag. Hell yeah. All right. I feel like maybe this is a good place to end this episode. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. joining this episode of the New Testament. Um, See you on Wednesday. See you Wednesday, baby. Love you. Love you. Love you. Mean it. <laughs> <laughs>
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.